Help I Got a Mac podcast episode number 72. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Help I Got a Mac. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And I'm Chris Biting. We are here once again, as we are every week on Monday evenings in front of a live internet audience to talk about your favorite computer, the Macintosh. Yes. And tonight only. (laughs) Every Monday, Monday, Monday. Monday, Monday, Monday. (laughs) Welcome back, Chris. What's up, man? Hey, man. You know, just uh, just doing it. I'm doing it on um, on my MacBook, my original MacBook. Now that I don't have my MacBook Pro anymore. Yeah. How's that feel? uh, it's slow going. There's there's a couple little things that uh, I notice that don't work quite as well. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah. So there's all sorts of settings and stuff that I haven't changed. Like Adium just made a crazy noise at me. Yeah, I heard so, that. Yeah, let me quit that. No, you're, <laughs> don't worry about it. Seriously. So so um, I mean, no. Obviously, you had to give back your MacBook Pro to the to the uh, place of is it now former former employment former employer. Okay. Known to share this, yeah. Yeah. So, so anything, any new news on the uh, job front? Any kind of uh, out uh, things nothing, on the horizon? Yeah, nothing full time. I've got uh, some contract work I'm doing with my old agency, and I got an, another uh, freelance gig uh, doing some screencasts. So uh, that might be an avenue worth exploring in the future for other things. You know, just basically training people on how to use certain products and stuff. You know, using Using the the wonderful program ScreenFlow. Oh yeah, ScreenFlow is a wonderful thing. So yeah, I encourage you to to check out Forty Eight Days to the Work You Love. It's a great book. And I know you said you're going to let me borrow it. Well, I'll, you come over out and pick it up. I don't know if you want my copy. It's got like <laughs> it, every page is highlighted. There are underlines and underscores and handwritten notes all over the thing. But feel free to jump right at it. Okay. I'll tell you what, seriously though, if you go to if you get a chance someday, go to gspn.tv slash four eight hyphen days. Okay. And just listen to the uh, the insights that I got from it and uh see see if it doesn't, you know, awaken anything within you. one of the things that just has really been a huge passion of mine is is this idea of of you know, making it your own way and, and finding your passion and, 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 and finding a way to earn a living doing what you love for a living or what your, or what your purpose is, you know, finding that purpose in life kind of yeah. thing. And, and man, I tell you, it, it, it I woke up, it, it's never, never happened before. I woke up Monday morning, walked 3.25 miles this morning just because. Yeah. And then got started on my day at nine o'clock and was ready to go. So anyway, um, you, let's, let, we're not here to talk about all that stuff, though, right? <laughs> no, but if anybody's got anything for me, just let me know. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and and uh, you've got a resume that people can see somewhere online yet? I'm going to be doing that tonight. Very cool. So we'll be looking for information about that next week if you yes. don't have a place of employment by then. All right, so Apple News. To a, first of all, did you hear somebody told me yesterday on Twitter? I saw for you know real quickly that Apple was down yesterday. Apple. Oh yeah, yeah. They they changed the how the uh, how the the checkout looks in the Apple Store. 
Oh, is that all it was? Mm-hmm. Yeah, just some updates to the store. Oh, okay. No new products or new updates or bumps or nothing fun like that. Just little, little update to the UI. Sounds good. Well, what are they introducing? You're, at, they're going to do some more affordable Macs? Yeah, rumor has it that uh, the word of change comes just weeks after the Cupertino-based company became a target of a renewed advertising blitz from Microsoft Corp., uh, which is currently using a new series of controversial television spots to cast Max as overly priced novelty PCs that command a premium purely for their distinctive aesthetic. And it's believed that the first batch of the more affordable Macs could turn up as early as the spring, which is part of a restructured MacBook line, while the MacBook Pros, for the most part, would stay the way they are and benefit slightly from Intel's planned Moniva refresh, which could nudge the clock speeds. So basically, yeah, the, the rumor is Apple's going to lower some prices on their MacBooks to kind of counteract what Microsoft's saying about um, you know the machines being pretty but expensive and overpriced and, and underpowered and stuff like that. Like the newest, uh, Mac, uh, the newest laptop hunter ad is a lady who wants to cut video and do video production and stuff, and she has two thousand dollars to spend. And she looks at the two thousand dollar MacBook Pro and dismisses it only because it's got two gigs of RAM. What that she doesn't understand is the the computer that she chose. The processor's slower. The screen resolution is isn't as high. And while it does have more RAM, it's slower RAM. So and it doesn't have a better you know it doesn't have as good of a video card in it. So right these ads are I mean they're advertising. Let's be honest, but they're they are a little misleading, which is kind of aggravating. Yeah, well you know the I mean the big thing here is they they're advertising Windows, which is Vista. And Vista still stinks. <laughs> you know, that, that that's all there is to it. It's like, when it comes down to it, Vista is horrible. And, and people can argue with me all they want. I still have not found, personally, uh, somebody I know that is not a computer tech geekhead or whatever, you know, mm-hmm. that, that has had any good experience with Vista. In fact, it, it, it's been the bane of my existence to have anybody I know that's related to me that knows I know anything about computers to call me on the phone because, well, they've got Vista and they've got problems and it's yeah. it's really horrible. So I think I think I think Windows Seven is going to make a big change to that just because the the native XP support is going to be built into the background of that. Yeah, the only thing I don't like about going into Windows Seven is you're still going to have uh people going to the store you've gonna you're gonna have windows 7 basic you gotta have window windows 7 home and then you're gonna have home premium and then business executive pro yeah i mean let's just be honest at windows you know microsoft should just make two versions of windows windows server and windows the desktop yeah it'd be it'd make it'd make life so much simpler if they would just simplify their product line it would i i would i think i'd probably go back to them of course and if yeah. if they could just get rid of the blue screen of death that <laughs> too yeah so yeah so maybe more affordable macs you know i mean apple is the bmw really of 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 the computer market you know they it is more expensive but i think you get you know you, you get a a good a really good experience a real consistent experience on a mac when you buy it so yep um yeah, I mean, if they lower the prices, that's great for everybody, you know, especially people who are looking to get a new machine. Yeah. The next, the next piece of news is a is a rumor, but it's a pretty good rumor that Apple's rumored in talks for, for with <laughs> easy for talk. you to say. 
Exactly. Apple is rumored to be in talks with Verizon for a budget phone and a media tablet. Uh, already rumored chatting over at Apple over the Apple iPhone in 2010, Verizon's now claimed by Businessweek to have been in discussions for at least six months to bring two mystery devices to its network, one of which could be ready as early as the summer, while both are reportedly in the prototype stage. Okay. The first is yeah. The first is simply characterized as iPhone light and would be physically smaller, thinner, and feature reduced version of Apple's distinct handset. Uh, it would achieve the effect by using system on a chip, which is a processor that combines the graphics and the controls and all that stuff onto a single chip, which would let Apple blow away profit margins on the existing iPhone, as well as the uh, Verizon exclusive BlackBerry Storm, which means you know they'd be able to offer this thing really really cheap. Well, the second. Before before you go into the second one, I, I'd like to just chime in on the iPhone light. Mm-hmm. Anything less than an iPhone is not an iPhone. Yeah, I I agree. I mean, uh, if they keep the the feature set, if they could do this where the iPhone light is the feature set of what it is now, and the new iPhone, you know, in June whenever that's released or whatever has you know things like the front camera and a you know a better rear camera and sixteen and thirty two gigs, they they could say iPhone light with the same specs as the current iPhone 3G that you and I have, and I think that would be acceptable. That, okay, I agree with you there. But, uh, but uh, you, can't go, you can't roll back to the, official I, or the original iPhone. You can't go back to no, no GPS, no, no, no. and you can't go back to... Um, well, what, what else is missing? For, what else did they give us in the 3G that, that you don't have in the... Uh, the GPS is the, is the big one. GPS and 3G speed was the two huge differences. Yeah. So, over the, over the what, so what else could they give you light? I mean, I, I, I can't, I hope they wouldn't take away the, well, I don't know. If you had a light version, they might take away the GPS. And I, think, I could see that. I, and, and really, not everybody needs the GPS. It's sweet to have. You know, there, there's I been times where I, I think it's been nice to have, but I don't use it enough to really justify it. I, I, think, I think the applications, uh, there are more applications than not that use that, that GPS that kinds of makes, kind of make it, makes it nice. Now, some of those applications would use the triangulation to find mm-hmm. your location close enough, like for weather, for, exist, for example. Yeah, and if you're on a cell phone tower, you can get pretty close. I mean, you can get in the same – you can't be like on the same street, but you can get in the neighborhood. Yeah, that's true. You know, like, like, on, like around me, if you're looking for like a pizza place or a coffee shop and you're in, let's say, you know, a suburb of Cincinnati or, or, or something, it'll, it'll get you pretty close there. Yeah. Well, and and the thing is, though, is they're making some games for the, you know these iPhone applications games that are you know pretty intensive. And and to be honest with you, the current iPhone 3G, there are some games that eh, you know it could really benefit from a little faster processor and and really you know beef it up a little bit. And yeah, well, the processor's underclocked in the in the existing iPhone right now. I would say though, is my concern if going with an iPhone Lite. What about people who buy the iPhone Lite? They go in and start downloading applications, and then all of a sudden, they they find that down the road their their iPhone is not fast enough to to play some of these games and things of that nature. You know, I'm just looking out for the average consumer who who's you know saying, "Oh my gosh, I'll stick with it. Verizon. I can get the iPhone Lite. It's just as good." Yeah, I I agree. You know, I, it seems to me that that going backwards in in you know, fe- features, functionality, and and overall processing speed. It, and I'm just assuming that when I when I hear iPhone Lite, I hear definitely not as hardcore of a processor as what we currently have. Yeah, I, I agree. don't know. 
But anyway, that, I, speaking, I just wanna... speaking of iPhone, real quick, I just want to uh, just just let people know. If you remember a game back in the early '90s called Mist, you needed like a CD-ROM drive to play it, and it was super awesome. Yeah, it's now out on the iPhone for six dollars. It's seven hundred and twenty-seven megs to download it. Yeah, and you need to have one point five gigs of free space on your iPhone to install it. So it's pretty have, awesome. Have you played it? Not yet. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I want to get it though. Because Mist was awesome when it came out, man. I so, never was able to play Mist. I, every computer I ever had, it was the, it was the buggiest clunk game. I, I mean, it would crash left and right on me. You know what it worked with the best on? What? Mac. Is that right? Because it was written on the Mac first. Oh, cool. So, but yeah, okay. So, second device. So, yeah, the second device is, and we're hearing more and more rumors about this, the second device is potentially more revolutionary and appears to have a tablet-like interf- uh, device first leaked by Apple Insider over a year and a half ago. It's envisioned as a, quote, media pad with HD video, music, photos, but would also allow calls over Wi-Fi. Uh, reportedly, it's smaller than the Amazon Kindle in overall size, but has a larger touchscreen, uh, suggesting uh, the absence of a physical keyboard and it's also believed that it may use the same system on a chip technology as this reportedly new iPhone to keep costs down. So a media pad would be pretty sweet. I don't if it's sold through Verizon, I, it's probably a deal breaker for me. Yeah, because they're they're going to want to chart. You know, there's probably going to be some kind of cell service. You know, like like Kindle has the WhisperNet, where you don't get a, a monthly bill through Sprint, but it uses their network. Verizon would be brilliant to uh, have the same kind of feature. You know the phone. You know the the, the device is four hundred bucks. Let's say uh, through Verizon or eight ninety nine. You know, just I'm just pulling a number out of the air of, of whatever Apple would charge for this. But it comes with with three G network service built in with no additional bill. That'd be pretty cool. Yeah that that would be pretty cool. One of the things that you know I've been looking into more than anything uh, for these kind of devices, these handheld portable devices. Is the I, I'm really getting into the ebooks. I you know I really am excited about the that could be a Kindle killer. That well, see the thing is, is is there's a great discussion happening in our forum and the other t- other technology section, which is right below the Help I Got a Mac section, mm-hmm. and it's all about it's all about talking about the um, the Kindle and Stephen Cross, one of our listeners. He suggests that the idea, the reason why the Kindle is still so darn expensive is because they only, you know, Amazon only created the Kindle for the purpose of getting the ball rolling. Mm-hmm. That that Amazon has no desire to be in the hardware market, but they desire to sell their, you know, products, their books in these digital downloads. And if you think about it, it makes sense because, you know, a lot of people said, you know, why on earth would they release the iPhone for the Kindle app or the Kindle for the iPhone application? Right. And the re and, you know, because, well, for me, I will be honest with you, I I had never even thought about buying a Kindle before. Uh, But then I got the Kindle for the iPhone app and I love it. And guess what? I've been buying books because it's very simple and I've been reading them on my iPhone. And you know what? The craziest thing now, I, I don't. I'm I'm hopefully I'm going to be able to hold out but I have a I have this strange uncanny desire to buy an iPhone or an uh, Amazon Kindle now you know yeah. as a result yeah. but the thing is here's the thing I'm hoping 
and holding out for the fact that other companies, you know, a, a handful of companies, maybe four or five different companies, I've heard recently that were announcing that they were going to launch an ebook reader. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, all these different companies can't all have their own proprietary formats like Sony does. So I'm thinking that some of these carriers must be getting ready to license to be able to sell and distribute I, you know, the Kindle format. Yeah. Dude, that now would you, be awesome. Yeah. Now, now you do know that, that uh, you know, the, the iPhone app Stanza yes. was bought by Amazon. Yes. In fact, um, because of that notice... I downloaded Stanza. I don't like st- – there are some features in the Stanza application that I do like that, um, you know, that's really nice, such as being able to do a text search. So if I if I read an entire book and um, all of a sudden, you know, I'm talking to somebody, it's like, oh, there's this quote in this book I'd love to tell you. And all I can remember is one or two words or phrases. Um, and, you know, with the Stanza application, I can type in a search and boom, it'll pull it up immediately. Right. Whereas that functionality is not in the Kindle app. But the Kindle app, I like the formatting of the books. It's cleaner, crisper, easier to read. Changing the the size of the fonts is easier in the Kindle app. So, you know, I'm hoping that with the purchase of this that they'll they'll bring some of the functionality of Stanza over to the Kindle application. And uh, you know, I I don't know, do you think they'll keep both applications rolling? I think so. I I, I think that Stands is going to be for more open stuff. Yeah, you know, there, there's a pretty cool little um, desktop application that runs with Stanza where you can take websites and and documents and stuff and sync it to Stanza and it'll format it for the, the ebook. So yeah, the the formatting's automatic. I, I I took some PDF documents that I had. I had purchased some ebooks from some folks and mm-hmm. and it doesn't really do a great job of its auto formatting. Oh, really? Yeah, it, it's it kind of it it. Takes the t- like the the title of a section, and and puts it immediately right in as if it was right next to the first sentence in that section, and it and it's kind of a little awkward and the formatting's a little off, but you know it, of course it's doing it all automatically. Nobody's manually making this thing look nice. Whereas I think on the Kindle they are taking a little bit more time before they release a book in e form. They're actually they've got a team that must be formatting these things just right. Okay. So anyway, but yeah, I, I I had heard that, and and folks, if you have an iPhone, uh, if you haven't checked out either Stanza or or the Kin or iPhone, no Kindle for the iPhone applications, check them out. They're really great, and um, I really like the the Kindle for the iPhone. But I I what brings me back to your story here is that I would think you know media device. To be honest with you, I. I don't know that I'd watch media any more on a tablet than I would my iPhone. I mean, if, you know, the screen on the iPhone is big enough for me to watch for portable stuff. But, you know, if, if they were to include ebook reader and all this other stuff. However, my thing is I'd, I would like to have Wi-Fi on it. I don't want to be tied to a cell network. Yeah. Not, not on a tablet. Yeah, it'd be cool is if it had like a USB port and you could you could tether your iPhone to it. That see that would be cool. I would like that. Yeah. But I do not I do not like the idea of having a um a, tying it to a cell network. 
but but this is weird because it's saying in this uh, thing that 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 it would be allow calls over Wi-Fi. First of all, I'm not. I don't want to make phone calls over Wi-Fi. I've got the Skype application on my iPhone, and folks, I was all excited about it a couple weeks ago. It it's nothing special. Yeah, it's not awesome. It the the call quality, and I've got some pretty good pipes here uh, with my internet connection in the studio. And I'm sorry, the the call quality is lousy. Mm-hmm. So I I don't know. I I I hope they don't tether this thing to or tie this media device to, um, you know, to the to Verizon or any other cell network. But then again, all these rumors seem to be tied to Verizon releasing something. And it's like whatever. Yeah, I agree. I, I I want you know just give us a tablet PC that we can walk around with that has the Mac OS on it. And uh, let us let us have fun with it, and and give us a good old um, application to read Amazon books on it. That's what exactly. I want. That's what I want for Christmas. <laughs> but now you know what I want. Well, yeah. So, Chris, we have some questions. I think we do. Uh, I think we got some audio questions, and we got a couple uh, from the chat room from right. the forum. I mean. Well, let's start off with uh, Chris K, who says, hey, I've kind of been toying with the idea of starting to play World of Warcraft, and I'll admit when it comes to graphics cards, I'm completely clueless as to which cards are more powerful than others. I have a 20-inch 2.4 gigahertz iMac with 3 gig of RAM and ATI Radeon 2400 HD graphics processor. Will I be able or would I be able to run World of Warcraft on my machine? Absolutely. All right, there you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Blizzard's uh, Blizzard's specs are, are actually it'll run on a G four. So um, I, I run it here on my MacBook, which is a Core Duo, at two gigahertz. And it's got the Intel integrated graphics, so it's not not really like you know kick butt, but it runs fine. You got to turn down some of the stuff, but with that new that new video card, you should be able to just crank everything up and run just fine. Very cool. Chris also has another question. He says, I absolutely hate the fact that I can't delete pre-installed applications on my iPhone. I don't use them. For example, if I use I use the free Bloomberg app for star, stock updates because I find it's more detailed uh, than the included stock application. So because of this, I now have the app uh, that is taking up a spot that could go to an app I actually use. Is there an actual reason Apple decided not to let us delete these applications? It's Apple. It's just what they do. It is the <laughs> Apple way. I, I think, what I do, though, is I move everything off to the last screen that I don't use. Yeah, and with the most recent update to the iPhone OS, they gave us like a ton of extra screens that you can add now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't remember how right now how many screens it is, but you get a ton of screens. Yeah. And I, I I do the same thing. In fact, everybody in the forum pretty much said the thing, same thing. They move all their unused applications off to a off to the furthermost you know edge of the universe on the iPhone. And as far as why they don't delete them, I would say it's quite simply due to customer technical technical support. You know, because it never, I, I can guarantee you, it never fails. Somebody goes in there, they delete the application, and then guess what? They decide down the road, I want to reinstall it. How do I reinstall this? <laughs> you know, and it's these things aren't taking up any space, technically. I mean, sure they are, but you know what I'm saying. They're not taking up a lot of space. By golly, just make these things stay there. and Because those are the ones that came with your iPhone. That's the one Apple wants you to have, and it's the Apple way. 
<laughs> yeah, learn to love it. Learn no. to love it. I'm just kidding. I do the same. I, I first of all, I don't look at any stocks. Um, and then second of all, the weather applications off there to the side as well. Um, because I use the weather channel application, which I, I happen to like a lot. I love the weather channel app. I think it's a great app. It is awesome. All right. Next question. Hi cliff. My father has never been into tech. Oh, this is by Jory, by the way, my father okay. has never been into technology and I was surprised when he came home with his brand new iPhone about a week ago. I've been away, but he has tried to connect his iPhone with our modem because there is no 3G coverage in the village where we live. However, the phone gives an error and says he can't connect. It's a web key. So I thought he had mistyped it. Uh, Let's see here. But we've tried to connect over and over but can't connect. It's kind of weird, but our Wii, which was connected to the Internet, does not connect anymore as well. I don't know if these two things have anything to do with each other, but I figured that those two things could be linked. Love the podcast. Keep up the good work. Bye, Jory. I would have to say, Chris, that he's probably, he probably sounds to me like he has a wireless issue. Yeah, if both of them, if the Wii and both of them don't connect, then that's a single point of of commonality that I, I would say it's definitely a wireless router issue. Now, first of all, what I mean, I now I happen to believe that Jory's in the Netherlands. Uh, mm-hmm. So, if I'm not mistaken, I believe Jory's in the Netherlands, and I'm wondering what are they trying to do? He says I've uh, he's tried to connect his iPhone with our modem because there's no three. Oh, okay. So, so his iPhone is activated. Okay, I, I'm sitting there thinking is he, he's trying to get this thing activated, but no, he he actually he's got he's probably just stuck with an edge connection. Or I, I wonder if they don't. I wonder if maybe they don't have Edge. I don't know. He is saying the laptop and the other PC do work fine. Yeah, it, it, I, I bet you it's the web key though. Um, yeah, I, I've seen. Yeah, you're right. I've seen where devices that were already connected for a while work just fine, but any new device you try to put on it, it just won't authenticate. Yeah. What my suggestion is to go in and turn off the security and and start it from scratch. First of all, or, turn off. Or what, what? What kind of router is it? Is is a good question. If it's an airport, you know, I don't know. Um, yeah, if it's, if it's an airport, it should work with no yeah, problem it, at all. If it's a, if it's a Linksys, you may want to look into the Tomato router. I mean, it's kind of nerdy, kind of you know, Star Trek. But it, what what you basically do is you put new software on your router, and if people have had really good design or good good design. Good luck with that. Oh, tomato, huh? Tomato. Tomato. Yeah. All right. Delicious. But anyway, my my suggestion, I mean, it, it would not hurt to do this for just a second, though, and at least it'll troubleshoot your problem. Go and turn your uh, wireless security off mm-hmm. and then connect with no with it being an open network and see if that works. If mm-hmm. that works, then you know it's your it, it is your wireless security that's causing the issue. Mm-hmm. All righty, we have a call coming in from Wayne Henderson. Let's go to Wayne. Hi, Cliff and Chris. This is Wayne Henderson in California, just calling, uh, listening to Help, I Got a Mac. And I'm right in the middle of the episode right now. I'm enjoying the conversation, you know, kind of comparing the Mac and PC commercials and comparing Macs and PCs, and uh, although it's going on a little bit, <laughs> it just made me think, you know, it, it is what it is. And, you know, if they put the same, you know, theory into car commercials, you know, uh, Kia 
could put out a commercial if they're still around saying, you know, instead of buying this Lexus that drives like a dream and is a fantastic automobile, you could get yourself four or five Kias for the same price. <laughs> I don't know. It's just a butt. <laughs> you guys have a great day. See ya. Bye. Well, there you go. And you know what? To, to go along with that argument, I, I would often tell people that, you know, hey, you could go out and you can buy yourself a brand new BMW sports car, but... You know, it's technically speaking, if you want to have a nice looking car, the, there are some really cool Honda Accords and Toyota Avalons that, that believe it or not, they look pretty decent. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they don't yeah. look too bad. And by golly, you, you pay half the money. Right. Yes. So, I mean, it, I, I, I see the argument that you got there, Wayne, but I think the argument still applies in the other areas as well. Uh, I mean, the BMW, you're, you're paying for, you're paying for the little emblem on the front of the hood. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, and, and, and the, and Apple, I mean, you know, the thing is, I, don't get me right or don't get me right. Don't get me right. <laughs> by golly, don't get me wrong. I mean, I love my Apple and, and I'm still, uh, on a regular basis when people ask me what kind of computer I should buy. Uh, almost uh, probably seven times out of 10, I'm telling people to get a Mac and, uh, almost everybody that I tell to get a Mac, I tell them to make sure that you get yourself a copy of windows XP and, uh, I will help them install it on their, on their bootcamp and, and they'll have it both ways. There you go. That in my opinion is the best of both worlds. As Best Miley, of both worlds, as Miley would say. <laughs> All right, I just, that's, that's I just I just went there, didn't I? You totally went there, my friend. Oh man, okay. Chris, what else you got, man? Anything? I have nothing. You have anything else? I do not. But uh, have I ever played for you the laptop song before? No. Oh my goodness. Let me see if I can find it here. I have I have no clue if I even have it these days. But I would love to find it. In fact, I'm going to pause the recording here. Okay. Paused. All right, Chris, I found it. Okay, great. The The artist is Jonathan Colton, and the oh, song... Oh, he is so awesome. The song is A Laptop Like You. Have a listen. Underneath your loom 
case there's love And I forgive your strange one-button mouse I forgive the way your keyboard leaves marks on your screen I can overlook a fault or two For a laptop like you We will always be together In love in spite of everything Hang on tight through wind and weather Heaven knows what time they bring In a year or two You will seem big and heavy and slow I will carry you To wherever it is laptops go to die Don't think it won't be hard on me How am I ever gonna find a way to justify Money I'll spend on something new for a laptop like you. For a laptop like you. Now, isn't that an awesome song? That was awesome. <laughs> Have you heard that one before? No. <laughs> So uh, you were saying in the chat room during the song that he must have been talking about the original PowerBook G4, huh? Yeah, those got super hot, and when you close the, the lid, they, they would eventually, at some point, leave like little like keyboard marks on the screen. So they had, yeah, I remember hearing about a design flaw with the yeah. keyboard not being recessed enough. Yeah, exactly. You could get little keyboard covers and uh, to to protect the oils. Too funny. That's a great... Jonathan Colton, uh, just do a Google search for him. He's an awesome independent uh, musician who's very, very cool about like people sharing his music and, and, you know, using it on podcasts and stuff like that. Him and another brand, a band called Brad Sucks, they're both really great for that kind of stuff, so... Absolutely. In fact, I just want to let people know that I found that over at music.podshow.com. And uh, as Chris said, check out Jonathan Colton, and that's C-O-U-L-T-O-N. Just do a Google search. You'll find him. That's for he's sure. Got a, he's got a great song about zombies wanting to eat your brains. Is that right? Wonderful. Wonderful stuff. Hey, folks, we want to hear from you. Um, you want our show to be longer next week? <laughs> Help us out. <laughs> Help. We got a Mac podcast and uh, we need your questions. Uh, you can do us a favor. Uh, the number one way to respond to us to get your your content into our show is to leave us voice feedback. You can do that by calling our voicemail hotline. It's open 24 hours a day, seven days a week at area code 859-795-4067. Again, that's 859-795-4067. Of course, you can always email an audio attachment. And, of course, with the iPhone, you just go into the App Store and find any one of a billion iPhone um, 
uh, audio recorders, and you'll have the ability to send that to us in an audio file that we can play in the show. And you would, of course, send that over to feedback at gspn.tv. Of course, you can always uh, go to the forum. And Chris, where do they go to find the forum stuff? gspn.tv slash forum. And there's a section called Help, I Got a Mac. There is. We want to hear from you. And uh, that's all I got. That's all I got, too. All right, folks. Thank you very much for tuning in and subscribing. Please tell somebody else about helpigotamac.com. In fact, next time you're in the Apple Store or over at that, uh, what's that place called? Uh, Best something or other? Best Buy? (laughs) Best Buy, yeah. Whenever you see somebody touching those big old aluminum laptops, just say, hey, if you want to know something about these things, you need to go over to helpigotamac.com. And uh, with that, until next time, folks, join the community. We're out of here.